Stop it. Stop what? You're talking about me and Morse code. But you know what? Joke's on you, because I know Morse code. That is a disgusting ass. And it's unfortunate that we had that on our air live. That is disgusting. Hey, it's Tony Maz of 98.5 The Sports Hub, and you are listening to the Morse Code Podcast. podcast episode 145 six oh that's a good question i didn't even check uh okay it gotta be at least 160 by now no it's in the 140s hold on mm, 120 at most now that i think about it no just stop thinking about it <laughs> episode 145 i was right the first time oh all right uh um, hey that's a dennis favorite time <laughs> heard that one I haven't heard that one. No, I've heard the joke you're thinking of, but not that one. It's it's one forty five, isn't it? No, it's two thirty. Nah, yeah, you're thinking of a different one. You're thinking of gynecologist. <laughs> um, good to be back. Good to see you, buddy. It's been a few weeks at this point. We had a few a uh, few things going on. Yeah. I don't know if you want to take our listeners behind the scenes. You were on vacation. Yeah, uh, and then when you came back. I accidentally took a nap and slept through when we were supposed to record. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. So now we're all caught up and we can get moving. Now, there wasn't much. I'm trying to think like it was a, <laughs> there, there, like that week I was in Florida. Um, it was like that weird weekend where a lot of things were going on. It was the Phoenix Suns owner. It was uh, Henry yep. Ruggs. It was Aaron Rodgers. A few days later, it was the guy getting peed on at the concert. That was a great yeah. story. Really good time. I'm glad we, we were able to get that in before the end of uh, 2021 so that they, you know, that they include that in the, the montage that they make at the end of the year. Would have sucked if we had to. I don't know. Like uh, if you watch like the ball drop the for New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. And they go over like the big stories throughout the course mm. of the year. CNN will, will definitely make sure to uh, capture that one. It would have sucked if we had to wait until next year. Hey, buddy, if this show ever makes the light of CNN, consider that my retirement. <laughs> Put mm-hmm. it that way. <clears throat> Put it that way. Um, but, but, but. So, yeah, so a couple things. Um, did you want to touch on any, <laughs> any sports stuff? Any New England sports stuff? Mm, like current or the things you just mentioned? No, I don't want to talk about the things I just mentioned because I've already talked about them. Oh, they're okay. Old, they're old school. I meant more like Patriots, Celtics. 
Because I think yeah. before we recorded last, the Patriots were bad, and now they're good. Yeah. So we should just never record again. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. I think they're good, but I definitely know they're fun. They're definitely more fun. Yep. Or like maybe not them, but the experience of following them is fun. That was never the case last year. Yeah. Like if this was like us- Tyler, it'd be like, I'm, I'm having fun. <laughs> oh, yes. Like this is kind of fun. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. They, they've actually given us reason to be optimistic. I remember yeah, saying like- that Brandon Bolden should have retired many years ago. And now he looks he's like an all pro. all pro running back. Yeah, he looks like LaDainian Tomlinson, like every every third down. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I didn't watch any local radio today. I did. Um, how was it? How was the re- how was the reception? So on Zolak and Bertrand, they're they're usually pretty oh, positive. Boy. Yeah, no shit. And then on Felger and Maz, they were. They were optimistic, but obviously, like for the reason that all the teams around them are sucking, which yeah, that's part of it. It's very, that's part of the fun. Yeah, like that's why they're. It, I guess that's the best way to put it. It is very optimistic. Yeah, because I don't know who's good in the AFC. Like I know if you're talking about like Felger and Mavs, I know Murray said this a lot last week. If someone were to tell me like, "Hey, I think the Patriots are the best team in the AFC," it I don't think it's easy to argue against that anymore. Right, which is a good thing. Another way to look at it, you could argue that they are the best team in the AFC. You could be the person arguing it. Mm-hmm. Not here to argue. <laughs> I would definitely argue it. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, I definitely feel good about the Titans game next week after they lost to the uh, juggernaut Houston Texans. That was crazy. Against Tyrod, puncture my lung, Taylor. That was a tough look for anyone. Baltimore almost lost. Pittsburgh did lose. Oh, Good night for the uh, Justin Herbert MVP talk. Really good night for that narrative. It'll never happen, but good night for it. Yeah, it's not going to happen, but I have been just like paying attention to the other quarterbacks and sort Mm -hmm. of the other quarterbacks around him have fallen off the way that all the Patriots uh, like opponents have. Like between Brady. Lamar got sick. Yep. Uh, Mahomes is kind of coming back, though. Yeah, Mahomes. He actually has a shot now. If they finish good and he plays well, he has a really good shot. Brady's interesting. I feel like the Bucs have been very – I think they had a recent bye week and they play tonight. But they've been kind of quiet lately too. Mm-hmm. Dak's story the Antonio kind of Brown story. Yeah, Dak's done. He won't win. Who is like the favorite right now? Um, I think it's, it's just still It can't Kyler. be Herbert. Really? He hasn't played in a few weeks. A couple I know. weeks at least. But they're still the best team. But yeah, at one point or another, all those guys have sort of had like peaks and valleys. But yeah, yeah her, it's Herbert's been uh, it had no, not a chance. It hasn't been a very uh, clear path for the for the MVP. Just going through some notes I wrote down real quick. So Patriots good, AFC bad. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Herbert MVP game. I don't know if you want to touch. I don't know if you agree with this or not, but and I know we've talked about him on our show a few times. I think I think Baker Mayfield is climbing up there for my like uh like most hated players in the NFL. Morally yeah. from like a narrative standpoint. It's it's still Nikhil Harry, number one overall consensus. But oh dude, ba- the Baker Mayfield I don't even know. Narrative saga person is so annoying, mm-hmm. so tiring. Like he Very blows. Tiresome. He sucks and blows. 
I really wish they lost. Like I've meant to ask you this too. Like they beat Detroit by three. I feel like beating Detroit at home 13 to 10 is, is more a loss than a win. Yeah. I think, I think they would have preferred to lose that game. Somehow I think it would have helped if they just lost. Cause then they could be like, well, no, we just had like a really bad day. Uh, We didn't come prepared today, but when you win by three, it's like, no, we played really hard. (laughs) Yeah. We just can, we're only three points better than that team. (laughs) Yeah. Jeff Driscoll took us to the absolute brink. <laughs> if Dan Orlovsky didn't step out of bounds, we yeah yeah we yep. we were losing that one. Good old Diamond Diamond Briscoll in 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 uh in Detroit. Boy, that team really stinks. And who tied with them? Oh, Pittsburgh tied with them. So, like I said again, maybe this is like the title of the episode. I don't know anything about the AFC. Like, if Tennessee lost, that's different. But Tennessee lost comfortably to Houston. <laughs> That's bad. Who else played yesterday? Chiefs look good. Patriots look good. Titans lost. Chargers won. Steelers lost. Ravens almost lost. They were with, uh, who are they playing? Oh, Chicago. Like, they're losing to terrible teams. You could argue Chicago, Houston, and um, who's the other one? Chicago, Houston, and who beat, uh, what the hell was I just saying? The Colts beating the Bills. Didn't even mention that one. But now, who are the three teams that lost? Titans lost to Houston, mm-hmm. Chicago. Oh, and Detroit, um, even though Cleveland technically won. You could argue Chicago, Detroit, and Houston are the worst teams in the NFL. And they're either beating or pushing AFC playoff teams to the brink. I and kinda, then Buffalo got smoked. I Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. I kind of picture um, that scene from <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises on the football field where the guy's running. Might as well and be. And it's just yeah. escaping like the, uh, the landmine. Ward. Those yeah. are all like all the people that got blown up in that scene were all the teams in the AFC and Heinz Ward is the Patriots Comes that out just on happens top. to be standing up. <laughs> yeah. That is weird. They use the real, you know that, right? It was Roethlisberger, Heinz Ward. And I think Mike Wallace was uh, an extra as well. Really weird. Very weird. The more it gets weirder, the longer I think about it. Cause it's not like it was like a New York team. Uh, I don't think they looked like the Steelers. Maybe Chris Nolan's a big like Steelers guy or something. I don't I know why that look would into be your option. It. Yeah. I feel like they even used Heinz Field. Maybe. It looked like the Heinz Field. Ward. Yeah, that's always been a, 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 a kind of an unspoken thing. Does he own that field? No, but I think it's in his contract. Like he he only plays at <laughs> fields named after him. So he's got the catch up guy. <laughs> yeah. That's another story we didn't talk about. The Staples Arena. Yeah. The uproar in crypto.com. I think I, I don't know if we talked about this, but I, I, I do agree. I think I think pe- I I think in general arena names are t- typically stupid. Smoothie yes. King Arena. <laughs> like Staples, the company is about as irrelevant as like a business model and a brick and mortar company as you can get in 2021. But the Lakers were so good. Like Staples is kind of a pretty you know, I consider that one of like the top arenas. Like, a yeah, like when you arena. say that you're going to Staples, I so think you're going it's to Staples. That point. Yeah, big that's night not Staples. that's kind of cool, right? Don't get it confused. Staples, the office supply store, is very uncool. Right, extremely <laughs> uncool place. Sleep train arena, sleep train yeah. center. Yep. Um, I mean, I said this even like like Gillette Stadium when that first rolled out. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, it's a, it's a razor blade company. 
but they happen to win like two handfuls where the championships in the entire existence of the stadium. What else do you but, think like for a non-existent, like something that, that isn't already out there. I'm trying to think like in new England, if they're to name a TD garden, like, like Bob stores center, <laughs> the Bob stores center. I'm honestly surprised there's not a Dunkin' Donuts arena. There is one. Or Duncan Field. Okay, never mind. Edit that <laughs> out. Where? Who? Providence. It's where your favorite college, the Providence uh-huh. Friars, play. Dunkin' Donuts Arena. Dunkin' Donuts Center. The Dunkin' Center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, thought you were gonna ask, like in general, like just the most. Like, I wonder what current arena has like the most outdated, like business <laughs> as a sponsor. Staples like, has to be up there. <laughs> Staples has to be up there. Like the Minnesota, like Ask Jeeves Forum. <laughs> Basically, all our former advertisers. Oh, speaking right. of advertisers, sorry, I forgot to mention uh, this show is brought to you by Cold River Vodka, our good friends over there at Cold River Vodka. Um, I have an order ready to go for some holiday parties. So that'll be a good time. Holidays I'm using are it better with booze. I'm using it to said. water my Christmas tree. Perfect. So, multi purpose uh, company. Should get a Cold River Stadium going. That's a sick name. That would be a good, uh, yeah. Cold be River Arena, name. Cold River Stadium. If you guys are listening, you could you should look into real estate and buy a stadium. <laughs> the simpler the names, like of the ones Always. that exist, the better. Yeah, Fenway. Ooh, I know that. Ooh. I don't even know what the fuck a Fenway is or what that's named after. Yeah, really it's just good question. Word. Actually, I have no idea what's Fenway. Who the hell knows? <laughs> yeah, I think the ones that are good are if it's good enough the the sponsor becomes irrelevant like for example like the garden it just goes by the garden now the yep. forum the coliseum um i guess that's pretty it much it the rose bowl what's uh the one in la oh sofi stadium mm-hmm. that's oracle I, arena i just thought of another weird one the bucks yeah. current arena which is uh-huh. like a couple of years old but it's like right. five forum but the way that they oh, yeah. write it is Fiserv dot forum on the court? Oh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought I'm with Tampa. Tampa based still Raymond, Raymond James, another outdated bank. But yeah, Fiserv Arena is weird mm. for sure. Um, uh, Eagles used to have Veteran Stadium. What the hell was that named? After? Smoothie King Arena is really a good one <laughs> for like <laughs> such a terrible team. The Pelicans are the perfect team to play at Smoothie King Arena. <laughs> Like, oh, so good. Like, of course, Zion's team plays after a fast food sponsored arena. There's a Burger King arena, isn't there? Burger King Center. Maybe thinking of the Pepsi Center. That's Denver, right? Or it used to be. It used to be. Now that one is, I think it's called the Ball Center. Nice. I think. Which, cool. which, if you look that up, Ball is the same company. I know they make a ton of shit. But one of the things that I can picture is like they make the um, like mason jars. If you can oh, yeah. picture ball written in cursive, which is really absolutely, yeah, I've I've got I've got some right here. I put them on camera, but uh, <laughs> you got to pay for that kind of airtime, fellas. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not in the contract. Mr. Ball, big balls, got to get at us about some some advertisers, or at least that's written on the court. Maybe it's not called the Ball Center. Should be called that. Yeah, that almost make too much sense, huh? Oh, here's a good one. Ranking twelve strangest stadium names in sports. Let's run through this real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when the uh, the Cardinals just started playing at University of Phoenix Stadium, strictly <laughs> online school with no physical presence. 
The Chicago White Sox play at guaranteed rate field. Wow. Number 11, Smoothie King Center. Uh, the KFC Yum Center is where Louisville basketball plays. Oh, my God. That's that's a disgrace because it used to be called five. Freedom Hall. Really? That's yeah. Cool. Phoenix Suns play at Talking Stick Resort Arena. <laughs> I don't remember that from the finals. Calgary Flames play at Scotiabank Saddle Dome. That's dope. That's a cool name. Dayton football plays at Welcome Stadium. Oh, these are just getting like weird. I meant like pro sports. Yeah, the Cardinals play at University of Phoenix Stadium. There's so many good ones. And then they had a typical capitalism. Got to make money off of it, so sell the rights to an actual company. It don't isn't Yankee Stadium just mm-hmm. Yankee Stadium? Mm-hmm. It seems like a missed opportunity to sell some ad space. You think so in that small market? Company, I don't know. Yeah, good point. Is there any good proven point. business to ever exist in that city? No, but going back to my original point, I did think it was inter- like crypto.com arena is interesting for a few reasons. I think it's you're basically banking on like crypto being a a big thing for the future, which I'm sure I'm sure it, I don't need crypto nerds jumping jumping down our throat. But it's also weird because like they're being sponsored by like a like form of currency. It'd almost be weird. like hundred years ago if you just like 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 the cash arena or like eight <laughs> ATM arena or something like that. Yeah, it's just very strange. It's very California. I get it, and I'm sure there'll be more of them. Like, there's actually who uh, who has we? I think the Sixers are sponsored by Weeble, like their jerseys, and I think Robin Hood is one too. Some jersey that's interesting now too, because you have the jersey sponsor and the stadium sponsor. So it's just capitalism at its finest. They're the worst, dude. They're so stupid. Like, they're, put them on the shorts. Why do you have to put them on the jersey, at least? I just don't have that. I just don't get it. Like, you've gone, what, 73 years without needing, like, corporate sponsors on your jersey? Right. Like, you don't need the money. Like, the WNBA needs to raise more money. And they need to be, like, decked out in sponsors. And it looks terrible. Like, that's what – I think that's one of the reasons, like, optically, m- people can't buy into the WNBA because it just looks like a gimmick. Like, it looks like European soccer. Yeah, I hate that about the WNBA. It looks so stupid. But I understand if they're looking to raise more money. The NBA, I don't think, needs to do that. Not once have I watched every a Celtics team. game and then immediately thought, this I need to print something. I need to, I need to yeah. buy some business cards, <laughs> some personalized yep. business cards. I will say last year, the year before, I was watching the Celtics game and immediately logged on and bought a GE washer and dryer. Oh, when, I was going to uh, say I immediately signed line. up for electricity. I'm not there yet. No, I'm not there yet. I'm not. You've never been yet. an early adopter. I think it's a fad, to be honest with you. I'm gonna let it ride out a little bit. Were you, you an early come to adopter? my house and check it out? That's sick. Is that what it's behind you? Oh yeah, that's dope, yeah, dude. That's everything lit. in here is lit up. That's sick. Yeah, my house is just littered in uh, old wax candles from like the 1800s. <laughs> um, did you want to talk about the LeBron incident? Ugh. Sure. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I didn't. I didn't see the game. I didn't really see much about it. I saw more of it this morning, actually, because I just saw. What was I watching last night? Oh, I was watching you last night. I'm almost done. You. You can touch on Ooh. that real quick if you want. 
but um, I, yeah, I just saw like the ESPN app in text what happened. I didn't really get the full scope of it. Um, that was pretty. That was pretty good. It was pretty pretty legit scuffle for the first time in a while. I that saw people good. saying malice in the palace too, which I thought was a little, little overboard. But yeah, yeah. There was no way that uh, fans were going to get involved there. But like, no. Did you see the the punishments that were handed down today? I did. Pretty. Strict. I don't know what to think. Okay. What Meaning. Do you think? So. Go so see Isaiah Stewart got two games suspension, and LeBron got one. And people are saying like uh, the one that LeBron got is actually pretty big just because it's the one time that the Lakers are going to be playing the Knicks next um, mm. in New York, that town that you're talking about earlier. Sure. Um, I feel like I feel like they both deserved more of a suspension, but me too. But if you're only going to give um, Isaiah Stewart two. And I think Adam Silver actually was pretty fair in giving LeBron one because I didn't think that he was going to get anything, honestly. I think um, I think if there wasn't any blood, it would be different. I think yeah. once you saw that kind of blood, it kind of escalates it. But yeah, I mean, I guess LeBron instant. Well, I don't know who instigated the like interaction, but LeBron was the first one to physically instigate it, and he got him pretty pretty good. But yeah, then Isaiah Stewart just lost his mind and <laughs> went black. <laughs> like absolutely out of his mind. Um, but I, that's a good point. Cause I feel like there's been, I consider that a pretty significant scuffle and there's been smaller ones all the time where I feel like I remember guys getting like two or three games. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so I don't know if they're just being like, like, no, I was going to say, maybe it's just the NBA being like a little more liberal with that and, and just saying, no, we're gonna, not going to punish this that severely, but, no, I think it's just because LeBron's no, involved. I don't, I but don't uh, the libs, I don't think the libs are at fault in this one. <laughs> Dude, if you watch the video where, first of all, there are like 17 different angles of the whole thing, which is funny. Nice. And yeah, then uh, if you watch the video where it's from like behind one of the baskets, it's an overhead <laughs> shot. When yep. they show Isaiah Stewart just like bobbing and weaving and I don't know, acting like a fucking running back through the backcourt, getting by everyone. Once he gets to once he like crosses half court and gets to the Lakers side, you can barely see LeBron in the picture anymore. He's like, yeah, he's I wouldn't out. say he's hiding behind the ref, but he's definitely like moving backwards slowly behind the ref. <laughs> and then there's like Russell Westbrook squaring up. I don't know who the fuck he was going to fight. Like didn't matter. It was, Neither it was pretty clear that like no one was getting close to him. And then <laughs> I saw like clips from Anthony Davis saying like, uh, we got to defend our brother. We no one's ever known LeBron to be a dirty player in his 15 to 20 years in the league. It's like, well, mm. he's not a dirty player, but he knows that he can get away with stuff more than. Yeah, he, that's yeah. He's not a dirty player, right? He's but, more of a flopper, if anything. Yeah, he he manipulates the rules. Yes, he does not like physically dirty, right? Or like hygienically dirty, but definitely, definitely. uh Definitely knows what he's doing. You see that that press conference too, and when West, Westbrook didn't realize he got a technical, so he was reading the stat sheet. That was pretty good. That was pretty funny. He once again dropped the. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I know. Great line. <laughs> Looked at it for like a solid like three or four seconds. Oh, that's interesting. Well, that's just Russ being Russ, I guess. And then cut off. He's so funny. Yeah. It, like he's gonna be very missed, I think, when he retires. 
because we get he'll get he'll give you a handful of those every year every yeah. couple of years some good ones he'll he'll literally live in infamy through like twitter gifts and like memes and it sucks because i don't think he like once he's done with basketball i don't see him getting into any form of like media or coaching or no. anything like that like he'll be gone oh, forever. God, no. he'll be gone he'll be gone that's the difference now i think i think athletes now are so like well invested while they're playing like they can they can actually retire like when they're 35 they don't need to go they don't need to like you know do like a, a fox pregame show or something like like some of these other guys you can tell probably have to do yeah uh all right so that's crypto talk what else did i have here what a what a tongue twister that is if you say the whole thing you say it's crypto.com arena I think so yeah i did see people saying like calling it the crypt for short that's not bad mm. no i like that a lot and that's what it'll come down to so i assume oh no I, that's not true the the clippers are getting their own arena right mm-hmm. sometime soon do they know what that one's gonna be called no there's not a it microsoft w- stadium anywhere isn't Ballmer uh, microsoft he is so yeah i imagine it would be called windows arena like that. that'd be sick name <laughs> windows center uh got here lebron elbow um so luke walton was fired last night that woes dropped that bomb in the middle of all this lebron stuff <laughs> luke walton out alvin gentry in that i thought that was pretty interesting taking the guy who coached coached at the smoothie king center arena whatever it's called for quite some time uh that team stinks i did see a good stat you know luke walton's second all time in wins in king's history wow besides rick adelman obviously <laughs> i didn't I think, think he'd been Rose. there all that long doesn't matter when it, he's been there for what like a few years now yeah Luke Walton. what a weird career he retired pretty early didn't he so did he king's fire luke walton r.i.p oh tough look for lukey i feel like like the kings have been terrible for a long time but I hate to say it. I just don't think anyone really has had the time to care or like pay attention. Oh, like, I don't think the owner of the Kings really knows who the coach is at any given time. <clears throat> wow. Hey, uh, coach on the Warriors staff. Cover your ears, Sean Conrad, if you're listening. I <laughs> know. Yeah, I should have put that out there. He's coached some great teams. Wizards are the Wizards. Warriors, Lakers. Oh, bad Lakers, actually. Really bad Lakers. Kings from 2019, so two like two and a half years. Wow, that's all it takes to to get to second and wins. Yeah, let me hold on. I I might have misspoke. Let me pull this up because I think it was like Rick Adelman at like 680, and then he was um great. They're gonna they're gonna throw the uh, the fact check sticker on this episode. Yeah, all time Sacramento Kings coaching leaders. Oh, this should show right up. Rick Adelman. Yes, I know that. Here we go. Sorry. Got it right here. Nah, fuck it. This is something else. Um, <laughs> I forgot Oscar Robertson played. Oh, yeah. This was Oscar Robertson's main team. Beats me. I, I think assume. he played for the Kansas City Royals or some shit. <laughs> he leads the Kings in career minutes, field goals, field goal attempts, two-point field goals. Two point, three point. Oh, excuse me. Buddy Hill leads the all timers and three point field goal attempts. Damn. Oscar Robertson leads leads in field goals missed. 
Brett Favre stat, all-time all-time interception thrower. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Here's a trivia question. Do you know who the Kings' all-time leader in turnovers is? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say White Chocolate. Jason nope. Williams. Well, I don't know if that's his nickname too. Demarcus Cousins. Did he go by white chocolate at any point in his career? <laughs> no, I think I could safely say. Oh, cool. For, Ooh, for our time, all time three point field goal percentage. Mm. The big guy, the big fella, Anthony Buddy? Peeler. Not Anthony oh. Peeler. Seth Curry is third. George Hill is second. All right. The rest is literally just all Oscar Robertson. Oh, steals per game, Metal World Peace. Oh, oh wow. I forgot he was cool. on that team. Steel percentage, Mike D'Antoni. Wow. Okay. The team has to... also had a ton of uniform changes, I feel like. Yeah, and most of them stink. Terrible. All-time usage percentage leader for the Sacramento Kings. Most used king of all time, DeMarcus Cousins. Mm. Just above Chris Weber, And then Mitch Richmond, Darren Fox, Rudy Gay. Tyreek Evans. Kings have had some cool players. And the rest is literally <laughs> Oscar Robertson. Hashtag um, used king. Yeah, seriously. Absolutely. That's where LeBron should finish up his career. Sacktown? Yeah. Re- hashtag retired king. Yeah. Oh, good call. That'd be sweet. That'd be great marketing right there. Um, last thing I wanted to touch on about this stuff. Did you see that comment? Uh, I thought it was interesting. You guy and I got roasted for it by LeBron stands, I assume. But Stephen A. said he doesn't think LeBron's going to win another ring. Got some backlash. I, did see that. I don't think it's that crazy of a thing to say. No. Like if I, I'm assuming like the career bet is, sorry, is uh in the plus. Like he's not favored to win a ring again. Yeah, I mean, last I checked, there's damn near 30 other teams that could also win one. So, odds are against you. Yeah, I'm counting right now. Uh, hold on a second. Sorry, having some issues. Hey, no need to apologize. Uh, those dogs are cuckoos. Um, what were we saying? Oh, LeBron, yeah. No, I don't know. It's like, his team's not very good now. No. Uh, the league is very good, especially his conference. And I don't know if you've heard this. He's like 36, 37 years old. <laughs> Father of three. Father of three. Married man. Man of faith. It's going to be tough. Strive for greatness. And he's suspended for a game. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's playing reckless on the court. Yeah. Like you oh were kind of joking about him like hiding. I would absolutely get as far away from that scenario as I could. Oh, yeah. I would like pull a Bo Jackson and like just sprint through like the tunnel, like just into my locker room and just wait. It's been far more injury prone now. Yeah. Yeah. He was out. What was his injury this year? I think it was abdominal, which is right above your kneecap. If I'm not a doctor, but somewhere. Yeah. Tore his abdominal. (laughs) Uh, I just remember this. Did you see that post from him when, when uh, Odell Beckham signed with the Rams? Yeah. That was so fucking terrible just writing like an imagined conversation oh that one yeah it took me a while to realize that wasn't fake that was the weirdest (laughs) part odell's a weird like i was thinking about this today 
I know we talk about this kind of a lot, but like how sports has shifted into people tend to follow sometimes like, uh, like individual athletes instead of like uh, players or individual athletes instead of teams. Odell might be like the biggest one in football. Like Odell has definitely has like a huge bandwagon of stands. Oh yeah. Like they've gone giants, Browns, Rams. And it's like, I think he's pretty good, but uh, I don't know. I really don't expect him to do too much in, in LA. That being said, I kind of wanted the Pats to grab him. Just why not? But, yeah. Well, you rarely know. ever see a football player, especially a receiver. If they do start to trail off, whether it's his fault or not, they mm-hmm. rarely ever then like make the climb back. Like Randy Moss is one yeah, of the good that point. I can think of. Uh, I think Antonio Brown was almost doing it until recently with That's Tampa, true. but yeah, you're right. So it's like, yeah, football's pretty linear. No, no, not just at all. I just think, not... I just think it's kind of weird. He's what he turned into one of those guys who took on like a, a, uh, like bandwagon of fans. Yeah. I think it's just because like, He's only had mediocre quarterbacks, so people are really want him to prove that whatever he's the best at his position or whatever you want to think of him. Yeah, I don't really know what people think of him or want to think of him. Um, I don't really think of him too much at all, but it's starting to look tough in, in the Rams, uh, Rams world. They don't have a draft till 2047, and I think they haven't won since. I know they lost a week after Von Miller. I think they had a bye week, so I guess they just lost once. But again, goes back to the thing. I don't know who's good in the NFL. I, I think I I think the Patriots can play in the AFC Championship pretty easily if they look good against Tennessee and win that first game against Buffalo. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Man, if this team finishes with the one seed, <laughs> I don't know who's the one seed now. Still Tennessee. You yep. should get like. I wish there's a way to get like this you get more Baltimore than a Patriots. loss. Yeah, Tennessee needs more than a loss from from what happened this week. Same with Buffalo. That's like one and a half losses. Um, what do we got? Tennessee, Balt like Baltimore stinks too. Yeah, New England's third, tied with the Chiefs. I don't think we play the Chiefs this year. Unless we play them in the playoffs. Um, there's a couple of anniversaries to hit on. Big anniversaries today. One is uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. The other is the butt fumble. Yeah. So that going around the internet. We've talked about that recently. Mm-hmm. I forget why, obviously. Um, but that deserves its respect. That was a great night. Yeah. In the history of, <laughs> in the history of life. That's that was a good Thanksgiving if you're that was a, a New Englander. Thanksgiving. Oh, that was so great. That was Thanksgiving. You're right. Thursday Night Football. Thanksgiving Night Football. That was the one afterwards when like Vince Wilfork was eating like multiple like big turkey legs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, making them look like, like lollipops. Yeah. <laughs> you see what's going around that kid at Georgia? That yeah. like 6'3", I think Tyler tweeted it. He's like 6'6", 350 or something. And he runs like a, <laughs> he might run like a sub 540 or like something crazy. He literally looks like a monster like running around the field. Yeah, I did see um, that picture. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Can't be healthy. I really, really pulling for the kid. But great if you're a defensive lineman. Any other occupation, you're probably at a early heart attack risk. 
built like that. <laughs> yeah, you're the only occupation it. is a professional defensive interior lineman. Mm-hmm. Anything else, you probably want to get your, your, your will in good order because you could croak at any time. Uh, anyway, let's go back to what I was saying. So, yeah, butt fumble. But, um, yeah, you, you pointed in my direction about um, beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. I think it came out in 2010, so mm-hmm. it's 11 years. That was, I'm trying to think of this before I hopped on. That was after 808s or before? After. Right. It went the big three, then 808s, then this. Or was this even after Yeezus? Uh, this is before Yeezus. Before Yeezus, right? Okay. Yeah. So between 808s and Yeezus. Uh, where do you have that on your all-time rank? Is it number one? Uh, man, it's got to be pretty close now that I think about it. I like, yeah, I feel like there's really no skips on that album. Except for, like, maybe the last song I didn't really care for too much. The Pinocchio story and then whatever. Uh, oh, I don't count the Pinocchio story. The, sorry, then the, the real one, the real last song before Pinocchio story. I can't remember what it's called, but it ends up in awesome like a world. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I like this part. You, that. you wouldn't know good music if it bit you in the nose. Uh, who will survive <laughs> you in America? Yeah, just it was just like the spoken word part, which is whatever. But I guess no, I, was a- I was asking you in today's political climate, who do you think will survive? In <laughs> <laughs> the libs or the Republicans? Um, yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not at liberty to say. I'm a moderate myself. So, oh boy, okay. Um, <laughs> geez, Louise, I'll kill you to take a stand once in your life. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I've always said it's probably a toss up between this and graduation for me. I think. I was actually talking to someone, maybe it was my brother a couple of weeks ago. This is one of the first and maybe even the last real like from beginning to end like albums like that you could feel kind of like tell a story from like you have it, it benefits you to listen to it in order. Now, like music, I, I don't really listen to much of new music nowadays because uh, like Adele Morse over here. Yeah, I guess you're right. But it's like just when stuff just like I wake up and stuff will just be on like Spotify streaming. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I guess this is new. Before, you know, there's build up, singles come out, music videos come out. Um, this one obviously had like the the feature length film uh, built up to it. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a great album. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, it it is like a, a masterpiece of an album of artwork. It's a work of art for short. Yeah. What were your the one that was going around Twitter today? Were your top three? I said, I think my top, I did, I said, Gore, and I like, it's when I see your questions like that, I kind of automatically like don't include like the singles. Um, I guess the singles are what Runaway and Power were the first ones. Yeah. Maybe Monster, maybe All the Lights. I don't know. But I said, Gore, Gorgeous, Devil in a New Dress. And then I think I said All the Lights, but there's probably like five or six that are interchangeable for like that third one including the singles like power is great runaway i don't know if you've heard that one runaway is really good that was the I'll first one check that out do you want to do you want to uh uh take our listeners through your life when runaway first came out <laughs> what that looked like on your iphone how, I was how gonna many say, how many plays do you think you have on runaway and how many how many different versions and how many plays so i remember For i five have five years of the song <laughs> 
I had something like 10 to 12 different versions of like live versions, yep. leaks from like Datpiff, leaks from Kanye Leakers.com back in the day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. LE Leakers. Uh, <laughs> and then yep. I remember my iTunes stopped counting because it doesn't go, it doesn't go up to a thousand. Yeah. So years ago, I was in the thousands on like multiple versions. Thousand different versions or plays? Thousand different plays. But I remember there was the uh, when he debuted at the uh, VMAs, which is my favorite one. Yeah. And then he did. Mm. um, He performed at SNL. That was good. Coachella. Yeah. Coachella might be my favorite. Yeah. That's probably the top Coachella SNL. And uh, yeah, VMAs was great. I remember SNL was Brian Cranston hosting yeah. it. Yeah, uh, SNL was a good one. The, <laughs> the live versions were ten times better than. Ladies I mean, the and album gentlemen, version's great. Kanye yeah. West and Pusher T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people forget Brian Cranston. Yeah, Pusha T with the hard, the hard ER on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, VMAs was the first one. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. That was so good because that was um, really good. Damn, that was good. it was the year after the Taylor Swift incident, so people were like, "Oh shit, that's he's right. coming back! Like, what? What's he gonna shit, perform? What's this fucking lunatic gonna do?" Yeah, also, because that's remember- what it's like now. Like that'll any t- obviously now, even the last like five years, like anytime he's gonna present a new song, I I just assume the worst, and I've usually <laughs> been pretty right. It's just gonna be something weird. Um, and you're right. That kind of was, it was a little uncomfortable, a little uneasy going into that. It was the uneasy. last time that what came out was actually like, good. oh, this was good. Oh, this, but, is, um, this is interesting. Yeah. I remember the I summer. I understand up. what I'm listening to. I can process yeah. these sounds in one like pretty simple sitting. <laughs> I'm actually going to listen to this again. Sometimes I can the take these out and actually listen to the song. <laughs> yeah. There's another um, one though, but. I was going to say real quick, the li- I think the, for a while, the live versions are so much better because they were all slightly different. Yeah. Like it was a slightly different, you know, kind of ad lib on the, on the, on the keyboard or whatever you want to call it. Um, and the final, the final album version's fine. It's like 10, nine minutes. And I think it's good. But yeah, the live versions were sick, especially at first because that's all we had. Like it came out pretty early based on when the album came out and the movie too. I remember thinking, um, the summer leading up to that. So like the performance happened in September. The album didn't drop until yep. I think it was November. Well, yeah, obviously November. Yeah, it was around this time. Oh, yeah. The, the summer <laughs> yeah, leading it was around up, this time, I think. <laughs> he was yeah. performing. Um, he performed power a few times. And remember one of them mm-hmm. was um, first of all, he came out with like the huge, like absurdly. It must have been like a 20 pound chain. And mm-hmm. um, yep. he performed at like the top of a volcano. Yeah, I remember that. And then that was also the summer of Good Fridays, which was yep. cool. That was a great summer. Um, oh, when Monster yeah. came out, I remember thinking like, yep. yeah, I'm going to like this album a lot. And yeah. then. That's a good point. Oh. I think wasn't on the album. Huh? What were what what was on the album? Power, Runaway, Monster was the last one of the last ones to leak. I'm so appalled. Uh, maybe. But yeah, no, it was, it was really good. And that was back when you still like went out and bought albums. Even if you bought it on iTunes, it was still like you had to actually like physically spend the money to buy it. I think that was probably still physical album days. Yeah. Um, I think I remember I just downloaded it on iTunes, but yeah, that was a good time in music for sure. And then I, th- I forgot that the next summer was watch the throne. 
Yeah, that's the other one I'm trying to think where it came out, like mm-hmm. in what order. So he went, he went, you know, the big three solo albums, yep. 808s, which I know you and I both like, but that was at the time that was seen as like kind of a step back. I mean, it was just different. So it was yeah. kind of looked at like a step back. Then that, then Watch the Throne. Honestly, I'd probably say Dark Fantasy and Watch the Throne are probably more comparable than him and some of his other solo albums. I'd probably say Graduation and Fantasy and then Watch the Thrones right there too. I know it's not a solo album, but that's a that's another uh, pretty good work of art. That's a strong, I think you just named six albums. That's a strong run. That, oh, his, yeah. his when he, well, we've talked learn. about this before, going dropout, registration, graduation, back to back to back is big time. Mm-hmm. And then like eight, like, I think I think people probably I would hope appreciate 808s more now than at the time, but that's still a you know all time album in the grand scheme of things. And then this, and then Throne. Yeezus was probably the like the hard line in the sand for a lot Definitely. of people, myself included. I think 808s. A lot of people look back and attribute like all the artists that came after him and got really popular, especially right. Drake, to being yep. influenced by that album. Probably that was Cuddy's first appearance. I'm pretty sure, at least on like a mainstream album. Yeah, um, yeah, it was different, but it was it was just different. Like it was nothing like Graduation or Dropout right. or anything. But nothing's been like that since. <clears throat> the, the closest one is maybe maybe a handful of songs on Fantasy, and then maybe a handful on um, uh, Watch the Throne. But that's fine. Like I understand artists evolve, but. Uh, yeah, the evolution got a little weird at, at some point. And then all the off uh, off the court stuff too. Um probably didn't help. No. I think he just uh, it's like as soon as he started getting into fashion like you said, probably around like the dark fantasy time. Cuz remember Watch the Throne was a weird weird fantasy time uh fashion time too for Kanye. That was like the leather skirts. Yeah, the like, kilt. <laughs> the kilt. Yeah. That was like it's almost kind of like when uh, it was probably a bad uh, comparison, but like when like athletes get like in trouble or like do something terrible and it's like, well, is he good enough where we can kind of watch this like weird, terrible off the field stuff away? We'll let it slide. Like when he started doing fashion and music, the music was still good enough to like outweigh the fashion. Yeah. But uh, he just went the wrong way. Like the, the off music stuff got way more intense and the music just went way downhill. Um. And Dude. I think I know we've talked about this before. Like he's shy. He's there's been signs of hope. Like I don't think he's released an album where it's like they're all duds. You can at least pick out a handful of good songs from each album. Mm-hmm. But uh, no skips wise, nah. That no, there hasn't been a no skipper since Throne. <laughs> now, <laughs> now you just see him just wearing like all black and fishing boots everywhere. <laughs> Who knows? Well, now he's selling these things too. Before he used to just wear them. <laughs> Yeah. Now he's actually manufacturing them and selling them. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, 808s was not 808s. Uh, Fantasy was just red jackets, which are pretty cool. When did he, he say wearing, wearing like those wesh masks suits? When did he wear like the the weird like Knights of the Round Table masks? That fucking pissed me off. Uh, Jesus, that was weird. Because I remember I Jesus, went to that okay. tour, and he wore it the whole fucking show. He wore that. Yeah. And he wore a trench, like an Inspector Gadget trench coat. I mean, on paper, that sounds pretty cool, but yeah, it's tough to beat on great. paper. But there's a re- you got to play the game. 
Yeah, it's like the LA Rams. Great product on paper, but boy, does it not work on the field. I'm trying to think every album. Uh, Pablo. Pablo would just wear like big crew neck sweatshirts and dad hats. That's okay. Yeah, the and there part. were definitely some. Um, oh, big. Some when hits was like, on there. Oh, yeah. No, that's a great album. I'm talking more like fashion. But that's a good point. Pablo was probably a little peak. Uh, like, okay. Like, maybe he's coming back. And that was then, Favre on the Vikings. Yeah. And then I think that weird, like, album he recorded out in Wyoming was that throw to Tracy Porter in the <laughs> NFC Championship game. And it's like, you know, great season. We saw some glimmers of hope, but you're 43 years old and you're throwing the ball completely erratic. Yeah. We- I think you should stick to copper tone or copper fit. <laughs> oh, we're going to let you go, Brett. Coach wants to see you. Bring your playbook. <laughs> and uh, no more dick pictures, by the way. If you, the if way, you Brett, wouldn't, wouldn't mind. Keep the camera phone off. <laughs> it was it was one thing when you were putting up a decent QBR, yes. but uh yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe stay off Fox News for a couple weeks and put the camera phone away and just stick with uh reading the playbook and an occasional copper fit ad or Wrangler, whatever you're doing at the time. That's a great one two punch of sponsors, Wrangler and Copperfit. Is that just you what he know. wears? Strictly. I don't know, but that's who he that's who he sponsored at the time. Yeah. He had that target demographic chomping at the bit. Hook line sinker. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, he's just wearing denim and a knee brace. Over his denim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say what you will about like that's why like I respect Shaq. Does it like he'll hey. It's like the old Michael Jordan quote, Republicans buy sneakers too. Mm-hmm. Jack will take a bag from anyone. Yeah, uh, that's such a that's such a good tweet. The one from Tyler. Sure it's like uh, <laughs> Jack would <laughs> Jack would endorse genocide. genocide if the if the check still cleared. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So I do kind of want to break this down. So we had fantasy with yeah, his clothes. You're right. They were like big red jackets. Well, the good music era, that's those were like the black and white suits. Yeah, that was, that was a good era. For that was a great time. Ones. Even mm-hmm. 80, I loved 808's fashion, too. Yep. Haircut was a little weird, but that was like the gray suits with the big heart. <laughs> that haircut um, was so fucking strange. Yeah, the Antonio Brown, Nino Brown, like middle part, middle Big ass mullet sort of thing. Oh, Afro part mullet. about that part, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, graduation was the stutter shades. That took yep. the nation by storm. Uh, and then dropout and reg were pretty similar. That was still like the sweaters and backpack, relatively normal looking guy, cool looking yep. guy, rugby's. Yep. Big chains, sunglasses, you name it. What was like the big baggy sweatpants era? That's somewhat recently. I feel like when I see him now, he's just in big baggy sweatpants. Yeah. He's just been wearing seven ninety nine. Yeah. He's just been wearing baggy sweatpants and all black. And then like weird ass shoes for I don't know the oh, past yeah. three or four years. The Between the boots, the wave runners, or maybe not. Maybe they're not called wave runners, but those foam I know what things you mean. that were all the ones that look like fossils. Yeah, yeah. They did you like did you wear heads. those when you ran the Boston Marathon? The easy runners. <laughs> uh, I had my Crocs on for that. Or did you wear the boots? <laughs> nice. Yep. Um, what's his most recent project? Oh, Donda. 
Oh, Dondo is just spiked masks and full leather zip ups. Yeah. So it's, it's, I don't know what direction it's going, but it's not great. I saw the haircut on that guy. Yeah. The hair has always been one. Remember his haircut for the Taylor Swift incident? That was a weird one, too. That was like a shaved design. Yeah. Weird thing. Now he's wearing like a poor man's version of that haircut, like pretty much. The poorest. Yeah. A homeless man's version (laughs) of that haircut. Dude, that I didn't realize until recently that he also had the barber shave. Well, I guess he could have done it himself. He shaved his eyebrows completely. Yeah, I didn't didn't realize that till that weird picture. He's going he's going through a lot. Shaved his eyebrows and then told his barber, put a blindfold on and top me up top. (laughs) Finish me off. Um he can't be in a good place, I wouldn't think, seeing the uh, Pete, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian news. That's a tough rebound to be on the wrong end of. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. King of Staten Island, they call him. I think Pete Davidson's pretty funny, but he's without a doubt one of the weirdest looking people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Dude, he has to have like that. Something. That rumor. Yeah. It sounds like more than a rumor that he has a massive hog. But that, like, it's Kim Kardashian, though. That can't, is that really still a driving factor? No pun intended. <laughs> That's true. And, like, like what is she could care? it be bigger than Ray J's? I don't know. I think it's like, I think celebrities just, again, going back to Kanye, just try to do the weirder shit they can think of. Yeah. Like, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson dating is very weird. It's a very weird news story to get, like, publicized. <laughs> Here we are. That whole family. So it's Megan. Oh, no. That's Megan. No, Fox I, I know what you mean. They're all kind of lumped together. Megan Fox and MGK. Tra- you're thinking of Travis Barker and Courtney yeah, Kardashian. And Courtney. Just as weird. Just I love Travis Barker, but he's a weird looking guy, too. Because they're all like super skinny guys, like unhealthily skinny people covered in tattoos is a weird looking one. Yeah. It's like, um, what's his name? Wiz Khalifa. Remember, he was like super skinny, oh my obviously God. covered in tattoos. Very weird guy. Famously dating a, a prominent model. Uh, another one of Kanye's exes, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. His, his exes have a type, for sure. Skinny, tatted, weird looking <laughs> is the next step. So good for him. Jay-Z's had a weird hair progression, too, if you think about it. Yeah, he's he got has the like Cam a weird, Newton Almost going. like Cam Newton, yeah. Who? I would assume is leading for comeback player of the year through two weeks, which is crazy. He's not, <laughs> but he's playing well. Shout out Dan Bolio for that one. That was weird seeing Cam Newton play, play period, and then play really well over the past couple of weeks. Very weird. I don't I didn't think. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy, happy for him, him. I guess. I didn't think that he would be throwing for. I think I saw his close Positive to 200 yards. yards yesterday. Where was that last year? Hashtag keep pounding. Are we going back to Pete Davidson? I lost track (laughs) of our agenda. No, that's the... uh, Oh, okay. That's the Panthers uh, hashtag. Yeah, sure is. They're a sneaky team. There's so many, like... like, I, I, I wouldn't be able to, like, comfortably place money on, like, predicting the playoff picture for either conference. There's a lot of decent teams right in the middle. And they flip flop every week. Yeah. Like Patriots didn't play yesterday and they jumped like three spots, like in the rankings. Cincinnati's back in. Cleveland's out. Uh, Arizona and Green Bay are at the top, but 
Kyler injury hurts. Green Bay just looks weird. Aaron Rodgers looks super weird. I've noticed over the past few weeks, he's not looking well. He looks very old. Um, very weird haircut for a guy yeah, of that stature. He's got that soccer hair. He just looks like he doesn't. He, I'm sure this is true, but he, if I was him, like I'd at least play the part of like, I care about what's going on. He doesn't look like he cares about his life whatsoever. Mm-mm. He just likes going on the Pat McAfee show and like saying really polarizing things and then <laughs> pretending that no one's going to care about them. Is uh, you think Dr. Joe Rogan is <laughs> is covered by his health insurance? Is that an in-network provider? You think? I think he's got to pay out of network pricing, <laughs> so you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, you know it's good. Um, what else? I think that's all I had on my list. Any uh, anything else you wanted to hit on that we might have missed? Since uh, we're back, let's see. Oh, I did have one thing real quick. I guess it's more of a quick question. Did you watch the Kevin Garnett documentary? I haven't yet. I need Me to. Me neither. Yeah, that looks good. Let's try and watch that for the next time you come on. And then I kind of mentioned this earlier. I haven't watched the Brady documentary yet. I don't think it like I don't think anyone's talking about it. No, I. What What's the point of watching it while he's still playing? There's no it's... like mystique, and he's already on the fucking internet, twenty four seven. So this isn't like nearly as cool as watching a documentary about Michael Jordan twenty five years later. Right. And what's weird too is it's like I think every episode is every Super Bowl year. But if oh, it's really? focused on I'm pretty sure. I think it's nine episodes, one every oh, Super okay. Bowl. I was pretty I, I'm like ninety nine percent sure. If that's the case, like not much has changed Super Bowl to Super Bowl. You know? Like I don't think there's gonna be this new groundbreaking info every episode. No, especially well, if it's centered around Brady, even if it's centered around the team, like those first three championships, those virtually the same team, same story every year. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Every, you know, everyone in what? New England already knows every detail that there is to know about yeah. those, those seasons anyways. Right. It, it, yeah, it just makes no sense why it would come out now. And even if he was with new England, I still don't know if I'd watch it now that he's not with new England. I, I don't know. I've kind of, not the Patriots are fun again. I, I've kind of, I haven't really paid much attention to Brady and the Bucks this year. I know he's having a decent year, but it's not like last year when it's like you could turn off the Patriots games at halftime every week. Right. And just do literally anything else. Um, but I was, I was thinking about compared to the last dance. I think I said this earlier, either off the air, but um, like not, nothing's ever going to compare to that. I don't, I, I think it's just, like it's it's just it just completely changed the way I think we view we as like a culture view like sports documentaries because every it, every it had everything working for it it was right at peak like peak early quarantine like peak mm-hmm. pandemic when um pretty much everyone was starting to realize like okay like this might be a real thing we're all home it aired and also it's just available to stream on a paywall network the Brady one. Yeah. Like last dance came out on ESPN Sunday night, primetime, two episodes every week that we would all watch together. Like we've talked about it all the time. That was like, that was my, that was by far the best night of the week. Like during quarantine, no sports, no real new shows. We would all come together, watch this documentary. And like Twitter was great. The content obviously was great. And to your point, it was, it was still like retroactive enough. It was like 20, 25 years ago. This one, I like even if it aired once a week on like Sundays, like 
before or after like Sunday night football or maybe like Mondays, I guess maybe I'd watch it, but it's no, nah, it's, it's, I, I don't know how it's going to be received. I don't know anyone who's watched it. I've never talked to anyone about it. Yeah. The other thing is, remember how the last dance was like initially supposed to come out later and the internet basically bullied ESPN and yeah, we need this now releasing yeah. it early. Like that was yeah. cool because there yeah, was so much cool. buildup and uh, people were looking forward to it. And yep. I remember that. Yeah. I, I, I checked the other day cause I was curious if I have ESPN plus and I do. And I started it and I got like two minutes in and I was like, I'm really not interested in this and then turned it off. Well, there's also Tom versus time on yep. the Facebook watch, which is okay. But again, it's like, how much more do we need? Like there's right. not going to be any new footage. I don't think that's why last dance was a lot of cool, like old school, like new footage, some new store. I'm sure like diehard, you know, basketball historians probably knew most of what came out in the last dance, but there's still every episode had something new and interesting. Yeah. This one, like seriously, like what am I going to learn? The only thing that I would be interested in is if they touch on like Malcolm Butler Eagles Super Bowl, which they're probably not. So that's that. It's kind of like the book, the Wickersham book. I feel like that had a huge hype and then no one's talked about it. Yeah. Including Felgren Mass. Like they actually addressed it. I remember one episode. They're like, you guys talked about this book for like six months and you haven't mentioned it since it dropped. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it turns out it kind of blows. And like there's really nothing in it that wasn't like already leaked. So really? Damn. All right. I'm yeah, they haven't talked. Get the book. I haven't gotten the book. I, st- I still haven't read the Dynasty book either. Um, it's been collecting dust almost going on a year now. I got it for Christmas last year. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm looking right at it. There she is. Yep. <laughs> um, what I mentioned earlier. So, yeah, as far as TV goes, I should wrap up you tonight. Two episodes left. That show took a interesting turn. You finished the whole series. Yeah. I'm right at the part where it took a clear turn of... of interesting scenarios with the neighbors uh when they started hanging out with the other neighbors intimately oh okay that was interesting (laughs) it sure was was. like the the leo like you had my curiosity but now you have my attention (laughs) that that storyline started kicking around that that is a great show uh oh you watch squid games yeah thoughts that's good in general you, you did like it? You thought it was good? Yeah. I think my only my only issue... Leaned a little too far left for you. I thought that there were either a couple games or episodes that were a little slow. Um, or maybe I'm just thinking oh. of like the scenes where they were uh, they were talking about how they had to defend themselves at night and like basically mm-hmm. not go to sleep and shit. There yeah, were a couple everything instances. outside of the games weren't very entertaining. Yeah. Except- I also... Th- or go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, in the in the first like two or three episodes, the main character pissed me off because of how like stressed out he was. Episodes. Yeah, he was oh, really? annoying as fuck. No, nah, I don't okay. like him. <laughs> yeah, I was Why, just like, like dude, fucking relax. Like, you put yourself into these situations. You're yeah, a shitty you, dad. They um, all did. Yeah. Well, that's the, I think it was either like Dragonfly or someone tweeted like this guy like puts his life on the line and cares about everyone. Except his daughter. <laughs> his daughter was like such an afterthought. Yeah. He would like do anything for anyone else in the games. But yeah, they all, well, I don't know if it's, this is like a spoiler from the first episode, but they all had the chance to get out and you chose, you knew exactly what it was and they all had the chance to come back. Yeah. And they did. So it's like, no, no bitching, no taking, no laundry. I had enough of that. 
How did you watch it? Dubs, subs, both? Uh, both. Caps? Both. Captions and English subs? Um, right? Sorry, no. Like they spoke English out loud? No, no. Oh, okay. They spoke Korean? Yep. And the subtitles the captions. Yep. Yeah, I went... I, I didn't change... I just did whatever it had at first. It was the English dubs with the subtitles. Uh, so, some of the English dubs were pretty funny. And now I kind of want to go back and watch it in the native language to see if the voices even sound similar at all. Like the old I, guy I, in I English dubs is hilarious. I can, I can promise you they just sound nothing alike. Okay. Honestly, I remember I was watching it with Ari. As embarrassing as it is, it took me a while to realize it was dubbed. Uh, I, was, I was like, either like I'm delayed or like they're not lining up or something. Or, every, or all these Korean actors just sound like very cliche like white people in none of this adds up at all huh. and then i'm like some of the captions don't match exactly i was like what the fuck's going on this uh this internet it. connection must be a little slow because there seems yeah, to be a little, little laggy here lag yeah. also how come and he I, just said like four words and it took 30 <laughs> seconds right and then like mm-hmm. uh like most things i did my own research and then found out that it was in fact dubbed yeah similar to wwe in the late 90s with uh Kai and Ty. Remember we talked about <laughs> oh, yeah. that with Grum? Oh, boy, that's bad. That's so bad. Uh, so, yeah, Squid Games is good. What else is out there now? Anything you're Wait, looking forward to? Oh, real quick, what did you think of the ending? Uh, honestly, I'm the type of person, like, with most shows like that, by the time it ends, I, I'm ready to just, like, move on to another show or something. So I was I, – I, I know they're going to come back for a second one. I thought it was fine. I mean, if they're doing a second season, that ending's fine. I, I don't like ones like movies or shows that you know it's one season and they end with like an ambiguous ending. That's mm. kind of like, ugh. like Sopranos. I know you haven't seen, but that's a famous one for that. Um, uh, but you knew that. Well, that's not a good comparison because you knew that was the final season. Like same with Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones ending was pretty, you know, not a lot of people liked it, but at least you knew this is it. Like, I don't have to worry about what's going to happen next. At least now I know something's going to happen next. But I was saying before, I think one of my, I think my favorite like plot line, there's probably a handful of plot lines throughout. There's obviously the main, just surviving the games on a weekly basis. There's the main character, you know, following him. Uh, there's the old guy and his deal. Uh, the, the brother and the, the guy, the cop, who's the guy's brother. That was a great storyline. He's probably one of my favorite characters. Yep. That was a cool, that was a cool storyline. No spoilers, but I kind of like half called that one before. I knew, I knew like what side his brother was going to be involved with, but I didn't know like what rank exactly. Mm. Oh, I like those guys. I'm sure you do too. The, uh, like the elite guys, like the guests, they're pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) I like uh, what they stood for. Were they wearing masks like uh, eye masks or am I imagining that? Okay. No, they're wearing like, uh, like disguise masks. Everything yeah, supposed yeah. to be very uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Private. Yeah, it was almost like um like masquerade ball type of Yeah, things. yeah. Yeah, those I missed those cool. days. Would you ever do something like that? Like pay money to go watch innocent people play games where only one of them survives? <laughs> um I'm trying to think of like company holiday ideas for us for the end of the month. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. Are there like Groupons for that? Because they I... have them at like the Garden, like when the Celtics and Bruins are both off. Squid <laughs> Games World Tour. <laughs> Squid Games on Ice. <laughs> oh man, dude, that last game was. Wait, was that the last game? The Squid Game. Like um, the actual, like the one-on-one game. Oh no no. That game blows. That was the stupidest one out of all of them. Yeah, that was the worst. I'm thinking of the one where they're <laughs> the almost like in a video game, jumping from each yeah. like glass floor. Yeah, that game was sick. Yeah, let's power rank the games real was quick. Such a dickhead. Oh, he was so bad with the dubs. He was so annoying. Him and like the the psycho chick, um, with the dubs were pretty bad. But I'm trying to think. So the first one was red light, green light. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was red light, green light. There was the shapes, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the cookies. The game you won. Oh, the tug of war. That's three. Yep. The platform jumping game. Oh, and then like the marbles game. That was that was a great episode. That was a tough one. Yeah. They pair off. The 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 girl was a great character. The main character. I don't know anyone's name in that show, but the main character girl was sick. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. She was such a cool character. I couldn't uh, believe um another one. Yeah, that guy turned into a big asshole, huh? Mm-hmm. The guy from uh, New York University. Or, it was either Snoo or some New York University. <laughs> I think he, he did undergrad at Hester College, and then he went to <laughs> yeah, NYU. That's right. that's right. That's right. And then somehow ended up in a mountain in North Korea playing <laughs> squid games oh actually i thought this the whole time too and then i realized how stupid of a thing this was my i thought the big plot twist was going to be and this is kind of like a reverse spoiler alert because this is not what happened so i guess if if you think what i'm about to say happens it's a spoiler alert because it doesn't happen but eventually after like three or four episodes it's like oh i know exactly how this is going to end eventually these elites and everyone they're not going to have one person win and take the money they're just going to kill everyone and like keep the money because all these people left anonymously, no one knows where they are, right? So it'd be so easy to kill all these people. And then my other thought was like, once you put the winner back, he's obviously going to go to the police and like tell you everything that happened. But I also forgot the main theme is like everyone's wearing a black mask and they drug you and just drop you off on the street. So that's not really an issue. So that's not how it ends. But I thought, I thought that was coming for a while. I felt really good about that one for a while. I actually that did- make sense. Yeah, that would. Like, there's one more person to kill, and you're you're all rich. Just kill him. What's he gonna do? Or yeah, you guys like are him? already. You're literally people. in a secret. Oh, the worst people. Yeah, so, you're just like in a secret layer somewhere. Who? Yeah, who are these people to honor a promise? Um, yeah, I actually did see what happened with uh, contestant number one. I was pretty confident that that was gonna happen without spoiling it. What do you mean? Like the very end, the twist, yeah. Just because he was con- yeah. contestant number one, and he happened to be very old. Oh, that guy! I thought you meant the main character. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that. That was a good. That was a good twist. It's a good twist at the end. That guy was very old. Yeah, he could move for an old guy. <laughs> he could get up and down the court. The, the, the point where I was like, okay, I really feel like this could happen is the fact that they they didn't show him getting shot. During yeah. the Marvels game. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I knew. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think about it at the time, but like as the show goes on, you like, you know what I mean? More of these like 
like the guy's brother becomes a little more clear as the show goes on. Yeah. The old guy gets a little more clear. The one thing I want to see looking forward to next year, obviously I guess what happens with the main character. Um, I really hope also they remember like the cop had everything on his phone. Like he took the video of that creepy guy. Yeah. I hope that resurfaces. That'd be cool. I su- I, I'm thinking that's a pretty easy plot line to build it off of. But my fear is like, I don't know what it's going to be about. Cause like if it's a continuation of season one, I don't really know where you're going to go. And I'm going to be kind of pissed if it's just a new group of people playing squid games. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's still storylines to carry over from season one. That's why I didn't picture it as a multi. Like, I don't think, I don't think there's going to be like season three, four, five, and six of squid game. I would have been fine if they just ended it as a mini series. Same. I wanted him season. to keep going where he was going instead of getting off. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. There is an alternate version where he does get off <laughs> and they could have aired that one on Netflix. Cause, cause I feel like, like what we're supposed to think is that he's going to infiltrate and whatever, try to take them down. Mm-hmm. But part of me is like, well, what if he just becomes one of the elites somehow? Um, or the other thing I was talking to Caitlin and she was thinking that the cop is not Alive. what you think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Since it's, you didn't, the, since you didn't see him like fall. Yeah, I guess that one seemed a little more obvious or a little more clear than the other guy. But yeah, yeah, good point. I mean, eventually it's like once they do that once, I guess it's safe to assume anytime you don't see someone like perish, they could still be alive. Like in cartoons, like when their souls just like lift up out of their body, like Tom <laughs> and Jerry or like Wiley e. Coyote. Uh, I guess it's safe to assume. I thought, um, who do you think were the best masks? The, they had the guards. Then they had like the head. I thought the head guy's mask was cool. Like the all black one almost looked like an MF doom mask, like all black. The visual, it was a, it was a really well done show. Like the visuals, the, you know, it was, it was, it really was a good show. Another good story was, I don't know if you heard like the guy, the guy who either wrote it or produced it or something like wrote the script like 12 years ago and has been like trying to sell it for 12 years and yeah. no one bought it until now, which surprises me because it's a pretty unique story. It's yeah. pretty good. And it was obviously very successful, like from day one. So if you ever, I don't know, I'm just like, do you often get people like coming up to you with movie scripts asking for you to produce it? And you I, unknowingly I, I, just don't even give them the time of day. Exactly. I've yet to accept one. Ugh. Next. Just, like, sip your Starbucks coffee and throw, throw his script in the gutter. <laughs> yeah. I just, <laughs> I just hit him with a sword. stamp that says F. <laughs> Oh man! Like while he's explaining to you, you just take your coffee and pour it out on the script. <laughs> on my face, old man. I know. Ron didn't like the ending. <laughs> Maybe that's like, what he got into the beef dude, with Isaiah Stewart. Seriously, about. like anytime LeBron gets into like a national subject on Twitter, it's always like so corny. Like how overexposed it gets. Yeah. It's like as soon as. I don't want to get into this, but obviously like you saw what happened with like the, the recent court case and him like airing his opinion. As soon as like, you see that tweet, it's like, Oh God, like, you know, exactly who's going to jump on and like either attack him or I guess not much defending him. China, the China thing's a great example. Yeah. The China thing, the Rittenhouse thing. Um, I, I guess the squid game one took off a little bit, but it's just like, dude, like, like, 
you can't tweet like everybody else. Like you're, you, you, I hate to tell you, can't put out your opinion on these things like everyone else. Right. Well, I mean, you can, but you realize it's going to, it's going to be on like CNN and Fox news, not just, not just ESPN and mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever, like SVP and Tucker Carlson are going to talk about this tweet <laughs> probably both differently, but this is going to be national news. It was kind of yeah. like, that was a good time too. Like when the Kyrie thing first started, um and like bradley beal and all of a sudden you're seeing retweets from like donald trump jr like political people and it's like oh boy like you know you know you're dipping your your foot a little a little too deep into the pool and uh squid games is fine but yeah it's uh it's interesting it's an interesting website twitter.com big twitter day too twitter anniversary what what happened rolled anniversary convertible top drop top kennedy (laughs) i don't think ravel addressed it today at all did he i didn't see anything uh i'm not sure out by at least at least how my timeline's curated i saw a lot of jfk darren ravel twitter which is great (laughs) i wonder how many people like what percentage of the internet know about that like the darren ravel i think about it like the castellanos thing too Mm -hmm. i think it's just it encapsulates such a big part of like our listeners and our followers and stuff but in the grand scheme of things, probably less than one percent people would have any idea of what you're talking about when you say Brenneman and like Nick Castellanos. Oh yeah, but I'm okay being in the less than one percent for that one. Like I, that'll I I genuinely don't think I'll like that'll ever get old. I always think it's gonna be funny. Anytime like I just see that's that still picture of Brenneman in the booth, I'm gonna think it's very funny. Or anytime Castellanos hits a home run. Same with Darren Ravel and JFK. Yeah, those all solid memories from uh Yeah, and otherwise so, pretty dim summer. Summer 2020. Yeah. A silver lining on a very dark time in American history. <laughs> the one and the that, worst uh, part Justin is like pretty good. It started out I mean, it's uh, the Brenneman slur is like the least like that's like an afterthought at this point. Like it was a really bad thing he said and that's what made the news first but it's just transformed into hundred percent focus on the apology and Nick Castellanos innocently hitting a home run. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how the, that's how the new cycle works now. You saw when his wife was like a little, she decided to clap back a little bit. Castellanos wife. Yeah. And Brenneman's dad. Yeah. Marty, Marty Brenneman, <laughs> Marty bird Brenneman. Oh, that's coming back too. that would yeah. be great. January. Oh, Barry. When's Barry come out? I'm not sure if there's a date on that. Uh, I have been watching Started Dexter. season two. I can't get into Dexter. I'm in a couple of seasons in season two. Great Hell scene. Yeah. I almost texted you. Great scene in season two, episode one, when Hank goes to like surprise him at like the the fashion store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daddy, it's me. <laughs> he's he, he's so good. He's definitely up there. Yeah. We'll we'll put some time on like the Mount Rushmore secondary characters, but Noho Hank is definitely definitely in contention. They He's were so uh, in every aspect of his life. Wasn't Barry talking in an accent in that episode too, or in that scene? He might um, have been. I think him and the girl were talking about like, why does everyone here talk in a weird like British accent for no reason? Yeah, he was. That was really weird. Uh, all right, we can wrap up here. I'm trying to think. So we talked a little Patriots, a little scope of the old AFC, uh, dark fantasy anniversary, Tom Brenneman. Mm-hmm. Squid Games. It's about time we touch on Squid Games. 
Yeah. Have you listened to Donda? Yep. Have you listened to CLB? Yes. Do you like them? I do. Yeah. I like CLB more than I like Donda. Um, but I've, I think so too. I've had a surprising number of like songs that are, are keepers on Donda. I was going to say, it's it, like I said, it's an album where you, I'd say more than half the songs are good. Yeah. You know? And, and I would s- probably 75% of them are listenable. There's probably a handful of skips. I don't, it's not an album yet where I know every song like by name because there's like 30 songs on each of those two albums. <laughs> That's another like big difference, I think now. But uh, yeah, they're both solid projects. Like Donda could have been terrible. It had every, every opportunity to be a, a, a real flop. Oh, yeah. my, that was what I was afraid of. Especially with all the buildup and like the, the live. Um, oh, yeah. Living live, in the like, studio sessions or whatever you call them. Yeah. Yeah, that, that had potential to be bad. And then, yeah, CLB was good. CLB's is a very clean, very clean produced album. Like really good CD. Yeah. Really good. Met several you value good that in a CD. I was going to say really good production. Really good. Uh, Good stuff all the way around. So, and anyway, now they're coming together uh, apparently. And who is the other guy? I don't know the other guy, Jay Prince. That, so that up. other guy is—I don't know. He's like a respected, and he's like the Voldemort of of hip hop, where apparently like everyone fears him. So I don't—I can't remember like whose side he's on. He's not an actual like rapper himself, but right. I guess if he speaks, you listen, and that's why he was able to like God. mend the fences between the two of them. That's pretty cool. I mean, those are two good people to connect. If either of them tours, I, I definitely would. Oh, like that'd be a good one. Yeah, that'd be a good show. Again. I hope, and I know Drake's kind of changed a lot over his career too, but I would hope if they're, if they're going to come together, I would hope Kanye goes more the Drake route as opposed to Drake going more the Kanye route oh, yeah. for their future. That could go south. That could go sour. Who do you think would win a versus? Oh, if we're talking actually track for track, probably Kanye. But if they're like personalities are involved, I think Drake could win in five. Kanye <laughs> yeah. could just start playing like sounds off of his keyboard. <laughs> nah, Kanye would take that for if he was comfortable going in like his deep, like going all the way back to dropout and stuff. He could take that, I think, easily. But that'd be a good one. A Wayne and Drake one would be really good. Yeah. I don't think he's in the right state of mind to operate any sort of keyboard, though. <laughs> Wayne. He literally you... looks like... I'm trying to last think the last time I saw him. Not like out in public, but like <laughs> on video or something. Yeah, Tuesday at Hannaford. <laughs> he looks like a dried up, like... Ugh, like those old, like, dried up, like, old trees. Because his hair looks like branches, like, wrapped around, like, his head. His yeah. hair looks like dry and maybe it was on what's that show um he was on like a podcast not not those guys maybe it was his own podcast remember he was like interviewing jack harlow on tv like on his tv you know what i'm talking oh, i about? didn't know that <laughs> i think it was very long-lived but uh no it's like uh that podcast you make fun of all the time like those two guys who are always like drinking and smoking and saying like the corny like oh. the corny phrases. <laughs> what are those yeah. guys? Uh, <laughs> oh, um, with Noriega. Noriega. Yeah, that one. I don't know if he was on it, but it was something like that. <laughs> oh, Kanye was on that. Yeah, that's maybe what I was thinking of. Those guys. I, I haven't so watched good. that yet. I haven't either. 
Did you watch the Kanye Joe Rogan from a couple of years ago? No, I, I saw it, it was like four hours. I was like, I don't it, have yeah, it was this very much long. time. It was, it was, yeah, it wasn't great. Not a lot of music talk. Dude, the tweets like, about Noriega though are pretty funny. So good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> really good. That's a really weird dynamic. Because those two guys are just fucked up. Not, not list like the opposite of like reading the room. Like having someone like spill their soul to you and then you just like cheering and <laughs> getting chants going in the background. <laughs> it really is awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? T-Pain. That was like the quote that was going on. T-Pain said like something about pretty much like how studio executives have like stolen his entire career. And he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, we need to drink to that more often. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for T-Pain. Yeah. He's like, oh, all right. <laughs> I don't think you really understood, but thank you for listening. Thank you for having me on. This is great. <laughs> yeah. You could be like uh uh i was inspired to make this album because my dad got like run over by a train yeah uh shortly before i had three right near fatal heart attacks noriega would be like yeah let's let's yeah, take a couple yeah. shots to tfa yeah. that reminds us today's episode is brought to you by mercedes only the best <laughs> <laughs> driven by the bernardi auto group <laughs> dude and like oh, the I can't production wait. quality of the uh yeah. of that show too is kind of funny where mm. When you hear the people clapping in the background, it it like is it's loud as fuck. And like, yeah, it's just really they're in like dark. a music recording studio. It's yeah. not meant for a long form discussion between multiple people. Remember his reaction to Swiss Beats? <laughs> his when face he was like it's that 15 second clip where Swiss Beats must have been uh, uh, freestyling. Hi. Oh, yeah. He was like, so. You're a poison. Was that? I don't know who that was. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That was so good. That was Swiss Beats who said that. It's either Swiss Beats or um, who's the who the fuck is? No, that can't be Swiss Beats. Is he still married to Alicia Keys? Yes. Yep. I check every day. So. (laughs) Relationship status married. (laughs) Uh, Maybe that was him. Man, he looks old. You know you. uh, you know you're a poise son, so you gotta poise on. <laughs> but like as he's reading it off, yeah, Noriega's just getting deeper and deeper into it. Drink yeah. champs, that's what it's called. <laughs> oh man. That clip is so good. Yeah, really good. Uh all right, let, let's hop off here. Oh, we didn't really talk about Thanksgiving. That's okay though. Uh I hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving. Talk about it next week. Yeah. Come up with like a, a good play by play of what you ate and how you fell and things like that absolutely all right right. everyone have a good thanksgiving and uh we'll see you guys next time peace peace